46 investigation uncovered a rise in wait times for 911 callers. In 2020, roughly 5% of Atlanta's 911 callers waited on hold for more than 40 seconds. In 2021, that number grew to 9%. And in the first four months of 2022, that number jumped to nearly 13%. You know, the last thing I wanted somebody in an emergency to go to uh, a system that's not responsive. Joining with me now is WGCL investigative reporter, investigative everything, Rachel Polanski. Thank you so much for joining us right now. Now, you just saw her investigation on 911 center uh, reaction times in the city of Atlanta. You just got done watching that story. Rachel joins me now to go a bit more in depth on that. And so, Rachel, the first question I wanted to open with was you showed that in 2020, roughly 5% of Atlanta's 911 calls were waiting on hold for more than 40 seconds. And more than 1 million 911 calls are made to the Atlanta dispatcher every year. And the percentage of people waiting on hold for more than 40 seconds more than doubled in the last two years. And 2022 isn't even done yet. How have your viewers, since doing that story, how are your viewers reconciling that? Right. People are not happy about this. I have gotten a number of messages and emails saying, oh, my gosh, this happened to me, too. Um, And then to take it a step further, a lot of people are also complaining about response times. So they're like, not only did I wait on hold for five minutes before I got a dispatcher, then I finally got through and they didn't send anyone to help me for another half hour. Um, So there's a lot of problems here across the board, and we're continuing to dig into that. Um, In the wake of this story, we've gotten even more stories coming. How did you come across those 911 numbers? Right. Um, So it's all started with a viewer email. Um, I always tell reporters, especially, read those viewer emails and and respond, because I've gotten some of my best investigations from these um, viewer emails. And so this guy had emailed and he said, hey, um, this was weird. It wasn't an emergency, but I heard, oh, he was the guy in the story, Stephen Canavan. Um, So he said, uh, you know, I heard this alarm going off at the MARTA train station, which in Atlanta, that's our uh, transportation, our public transportation, heard this alarm going off and uh, I didn't know what was going on, if it was an emergency, if something bad was happening. Regardless, I called 911. I got a recording, which I thought was really weird. I didn't even know 911 could give you a recording. Um, So I hung up and then I called again and I got the recording again and it just kept looping. And so I decided to record it. And, uh, you know, uh, here's the recording. Can you look into this? And I'm like, wow, this is crazy if this is true. And so I started looking into it and I reached out to Atlanta police. And um, at first they didn't want to work with us. They were very no comment on on everything um, because the Atlanta E911 center falls under the Atlanta police umbrella. Um, But then I made some public records requests um, and I got the data um, that you were just referring to. Um, In in Georgia, like a lot of states, they have to turn over um, information. So uh, I got the data for the last three years and I looked through it and I calculated all of the 911 calls where people waited for 40 seconds or more. And that's where we got those numbers that you just that you just referred to. Once I had that and I could see that the wait times had more than doubled year over year, I went back to them and I said, look, I know you said no comment, but I really think you should comment because this doesn't look good. And I think people want to hear from you guys. And so they 
did make the E911 director available. Of course, that was Desiree Arnold, um, who, who we just heard from. And, um, you know, whether you agree with her or not, she did attribute these issues um, to staffing and the issues with, with technology. In one of those stories, it also mentions how uh, city leaders pledged to allocate 15 million more dollars to upgrade the dispatch equipment, the technology. But correct me if I'm wrong, it won't go to staffing. Now, after all the research you did, if it's not going to go to staffing, will that money even help then? Yeah, um, I don't know. We're, we're going to have to keep following that. Um, and uh it's a, it's a good question. And so from what they were telling me again, um, you know, they're, they're not severely understaffed. I think they're short like 20 positions. So part of their argument is that um, the technology is responsible for a lot of that and like those power outages. And so if they could fix the technology, then those outages wouldn't happen. Um, and then their people would have better technology to work with. So what I think what they're trying to say is by fixing the technology, fixing the infrastructure, it'll trickle down. Um, but yeah, you're right. It doesn't address the shortage of, of staffers. Uh, they, they did say, you know, we're actively recruiting um, and they are, you know, I, I've seen their job fairs. They, they do have the positions posted on their website, but there's also positions posted everywhere. You know, there's job shortages everywhere. So um, I don't know. We're going to have to keep keep watching this one. Absolutely. Keep watching it. So I guess that's that's where it goes from here. All you can do is keep watching it. Yeah, that's honestly a lot of as an investigative reporter, that's a lot of my job is, um, you know, you find a story, you do all your research, you get all your interviews, you air it. And that's honestly just almost like casting the net. And then we start getting more people coming forward. And we do story number two to story number three. And hopefully, you know, some change happens and, and there's a good a good ending to all of this. Um, you know, the thing we don't want to see is someone going through a life and death situation, call 911, get put on hold and someone dies. So we don't want that to happen. So, um, you know, hopefully what we see here is they make some improvements to the 911 center and um, these wait times improve. Major Polanski, investigative reporter with our great TV station, WGCL in Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you so much for joining us. Where can people find more of your investigations? They can find it online at cbs46.com. Also on my Facebook, Rachel Polanski, Twitter, Instagram, all the things, um, Rachel Polanski News and cbs46.com. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining us again. Of course. Thank you.